There may be points where you hear faint music in the background. I'm sorry, someone was playing music loudly outside. Hope you still enjoy this episode. Hi, it's your boy Shay, aka Venom. Hey, hello, hi, it's Dami Zane. Welcome to the Unpicked Podcast. This is episode five. Episode five. You're on five already. Crazy. Literally. <laughs> Out of <Wow>. nowhere. <laughs> um yes welcome to episode five um how you been venom i'm good um sporting the new you know the new gums and that I see you. I see new you. hat still keeping it great but you know swagging on them you. i see you i see how both of us stayed away from black today yeah <laughs> i've been doing black like every week literally <laughs> so i thought let me give some color in this winter I hear it, man. I hope everyone... Whoa, my eye. What about, everyone... what about yourself? What about yourself? Oh, I mean, ugh, I'm surviving. Damn. <laughs> I'm surviving at this point because um, those of us that went to the WizKid concert, a few of us have ended up being sick. Hey. And um, <clears throat> apparently Chris Brown wasn't the only... Um, Jam. <laughs> I was gonna say he wasn't. He wasn't the only Jam. He wasn't the only Jam in the crowd. Because <laughs> no, that wasn't the only special guest amongst the others that attended um, Wiz Kids concert. Because apparently the Omarion variant—that's what we call it on Twitter—was also there. Um, I don't know if I have COVID at this point. I've done my PCR test. Results are waiting to be received. I've done a lateral flow test, but that's not reliable. That says negative on it. I don't believe it because I don't yeah, feel great. I, yeah. um, <laughs> um, but luckily, we filmed this from our own homes. so We're I'm socially so distant. We are socially distant. So it's you fine. know what I'm saying? She was outside, outside. <clears throat> I've been inside, guys. Stay safe. Listen, don't try to make me sound bad. <laughs> I was out here. It's my birthday week. I was out here. Yeah. Listen, COVID, my birthday week, uh, 2020, mm. I was doing home alone flex, boy. I said, COVID's not taking another year from me. Hey. No, it's not doing that. So, yeah. I won't make any COVID jokes because <laughs> you set me up for so many just that I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to make jokes about your life. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to um, do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. But in talking about COVID, I mean, I don't want to talk about COVID for too long, but mm. have you heard about Boris Nonsense's um, latest announcement? I mean, I've seen <laughs> what's, what's on the uh, Insta-verse. I've seen those little clips. But I don't know. I, I guess I'll say it on this platform because I say it to everybody I know, but... I just repeat myself. I don't really watch the news because it's it's a lot of like regurgitated rubbish and mm. like drip feeding you the same information over the whole week and uh, it's rubbish. You could have never it. you could have never stopped COVID for this Christmas, regardless what you did. A new a new variant is neither here nor there. You have to you have to maintain like social distancing. You have to maintain people wearing masks inside and all that kind of stuff just to stand a chance, but they let all of that go anyway, so. I mean, even if they try to do another lockdown, that's not going to happen because we've just found out that last year, Christmas, these men were doing up house party. <laughs> well, 
I mean, and I'm not talking about the app that came out during the pandemic. I'm talking about your <laughs> house party. Oh my god! Three, you know what? That's how long three it's of been. Them. Yeah, house three, party three came par- and went. Three parties. Oh, I thought it was just a the one. They did three. Nah, them Tories, them Tories. They were really living it up, boy. They did the party. One was even at Boris Nonsense's Yes, I call him Boris Nonsense. Boris Nonsense's house. He had one at his house. Meanwhile, they were doing up police snitch on your neighbours if you find their gathering. Wait, what do you mean at his house? Number 10 is his house. At his flat. No, he had a few. Oh, done. mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> But this is why I don't watch the news because these details they don't mean nothing, but they make me laugh. But they don't. These they times, they don't change the facts. It was his PA that um, was busting jokes about it. Yeah. And that got released. Clown. And now she's just a few hours ago. Those those of you listening today is the day that we're recording this is the eighth of December, so it would mm. make sense by the time you guys see this on the thirteenth of December. It, it would make sense. He would already but have been found guilty. It would have been, right? But um, she did a little public announcement, bare crying tears. Ah, get out of here with these white saying tears. That she's, saying that she's resigned. Oh, she just resigned like that? <laughs> because she dropped she dropped a ball. I mean... If that, if they, that is after, not proof... After, after they said there was no party. If that is not proof. There was no party, and even if there was one, it would have been socially distanced, but she clearly said in the footage that it, that it wasn't socially distanced yeah and then yeah so <laughs> she was like they're crying like, oh i'm gonna always regret the comments that i made Shut damn. Up. Just <laughs> anyway damn anyway as of the 10th of december everyone must wear masks in public venues including theaters and cinemas should have been standard anyway which should have never gone but okay makes no sense don't know why people want to be smell- breathing each other's air like no because um, uh, you don't need no other body. If you don't be quiet. <laughs> whoa. You know, it's especially that sound, that's breath. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. I hope my PCR test comes back negative. If it comes back it will positive. Come back, I when will... it comes back negative, I need to insert. So, there's so many jokes I wanted to say. I need to insert, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait. We're we'll insane, nothing. We're not insane. <laughs> we'll, <anything. we'll> wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's it? Oh yeah, and um, COVID passes are going to be mandatory mm. as well in um, large clubs and that in and pubs all. and places yeah, with large yeah. crowds. But I mean, this is what I find strange because every concert I went to last week, yes, I went to more than just. The hey. was kid concert, but we moved um, outside. Outside, I was really out here. <laughs> I was behaving like there was no COVID. You was acting like it's I not pandemic. Really, I really, <laughs> I don't. No regrets. No regrets. Um, but the what was I even saying before you threw me off with that? Because I know I you're trying to. You're really I trying did. to. <laughs> <laughs> you're really trying to go for me today. I'm not. Um. What was I saying? You was talking about yeah, being outside. At, at, the, at the concerts that I went to, especially in the O2, yeah, you had to show your COVID pass or a negative lateral flow test result. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do people... Yeah, but the thing is, people are doing these tests themselves. You know, if you just download... Yeah, download hit me, download, if you download a lateral flow. If you have a lateral flow and then you just dip it in the water and then that's it. I've done it. Take people your picture. Are... And rock you've, and roll. Did you say you've done it? 
No, I'm saying no. I'm saying as in oh, right, anyone right. can just say I've, that, oh, I've done I've the done test. It. Okay, I just have to let's make sure rock and because... roll because it's really that easy. That's you terrible. don't have to shove anything anywhere. You can just be dropping water, taking pictures, and rolling. So and there's people like me, honest citizens. Yeah, but honesty is the minority. So you know, anyway, what I'm saying if you're, <laughs> um, you're thinking everyone's COVID rolling pass, like that, this or no? Covid passes will be ma- mandatory now. Um, they said it from the beginning. It was always going to be mandatory from the first rumor, but no one wanted to accept it. No, I wanted to hear it. But they they still said something about they'll still accept negative lateral flow tests. But I think that's that's bullshit. I don't think they should accept lateral flow tests. Well, technically, results. you'd have to have both because your passport shows that you've been vaccinated, but that doesn't make you immune. And then your lateral flow shows that you don't have it right now, also. <laughs> and the lateral flow is not even reliable anyway. Because like I said, I know people that have taken the lateral flow test and then they've Listen, you know what, yeah? and it's shown up positive. Let me, even though we, this is not an episode about COVID, but <laughs> whilst we're still here, even to um, return to this country from abroad, there's bare companies that allow you to do your own lateral flow whilst abroad and take a picture, send them the picture of the completed lateral flow, and then they will send you back mm. the certificate for you to re-enter this country. That's wild, isn't it? So if I'm telling you about the dishonesty of people who are already in this country who are just going to go to a concert, imagine people who are in places that are COVID-affected like heavily. Because all you need is that certificate. You're on the plane. And you're back. That's mad. So and when also, I saw how simple it was, I was like, bruv, there's no way we're getting rid of this COVID when all of these systems ain't even overlapping and anyone is doing any kind of... They ain't nah, making no sense. Make no sense. And then um, we'll be working from home as well now from the 13th of December as well. But um, apparently the Amari... It's not called the Amarian um, variant. <laughs> Amarian! It's just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> oh! But apparently... He's got a sister. This variant's got a sister. Oh, already? Mm. The variant's got a spin-off. Mm. What's, the, what's the sister called? We don't know yet. But I'm just sick and tired of the whole COVID family. It needs to buzz off. Man. <laughs> Delta, Omicron. Yeah. Yeah, all of them needs to go. It anyway, is it is. that's it. No more talk about COVID. We don't no want to talk more. about COVID too much because people try to get away Let's from get COVID. Out. Let's get yeah, into let's it. get on to let's get into it. So, Venom, what do you want to unpick today? Today, I was thinking we should unpick what it's like to be a Ute. I said a Ute. That's a that's a Y O U T. That's showing your age, by the way. You get me. Uh, in twenty twenty two, I'm gonna call it versus what it was like being a Ute when we were. When we were kids, when we had the, youth on our side. The creme de la creme days. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about you, but I still got youth on my side. Jeez. <laughs> Listen, I've been to the gym recently. I've seen how much youth has left my side. But <laughs> 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 it's all huffing and puffing and panting in oh, the middle God. of the class. It's, it's, not, it's not a good look. What classes do you do? Boot camp. Because okay. I'm a soldier, you get me? Okay, relax. (laughs) (laughs) 
relax, Joe. Yeah, just yeah, man's a chill soldier out. still. So I've been doing boot camp, and yeah, man, it's been taking me out. I'm getting better though. Like, okay. I've done four weeks in a row. Okay. And last week was the last week. The class wasn't too hard, but I actually performed better anyway. So this Saturday, I will know what's really going on. Where. I I go gym, but I ain't doing no classes. Why not? I'm trying Try to. Class. I'm trying to. Mm-mm, I don't like classes. I used Me to do neither. classes all the Me time. Neither. But at the moment, I've got like a personalized um, plan. Okay. I'm on. Yeah, because I'm trying to grow a BBL in the gym. I respect it. It's not I easy. Respect but it. I respect we move. it. You know what? Yeah, actually, I should. Um, uh, I'll find out what what the fiance uses because she had this thing it was it was like it was a proper workout plan called the brazilian something something maybe it was called the brazilian butt lift but it was a is a workout regime it wasn't uh yeah it obviously wasn't the injections and things mm, mm. and it was noticeable asap to the point where she stopped and i was like no continue continue <laughs> <laughs> moving so i'll find out what it was called and then, um, yeah, man, send on, it. Sis? Put me on. Put your home slice on. Legit. We got to get this bread. Wait a minute. In my intro, did I say it's your home slice, Dami Zane? I don't know, you know. Where? Well, guys, it's your home slice, Dami Zane and that. Jeez. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to compare our... Well, there's a discrepancy in our age. Hey. But we'll move like <laughs> when we were playing outside back in the days, we would have been playing outside together. Okay. Okay. So I'm we're the comparing. One, by the way, I'm the younger one. <clears throat> don't try and lie, man. <laughs> don't, don't try and lie. Don't try and lie. Um, I'm the younger one. Can't you tell? Okay. I mean, I look like I'm 26. And I look like I'm 25, so, you know, what are we Mm-mm, saying? I don't know about 25. What are we saying? Don't let me show them the DMs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> got receipts. It's That's what I know. Yeah, I got receipts. I got receipts too. Whenever I, whenever guys move to me, mm. and I, I'm like, they're like, how old are you? I'm like, how old do you think I am? They're like, oh, 26. Mad. Oh, you're so cute. Thank you. Mad. That is not the, you know, if a girl said that to me, right? I think I might just stop there, you know. That is a techie question. Because what if you're wrong? You know what? Once, literally only once in my life, I wasn't moving to anyone, though. But I was, like, socialising with these girls. Yeah. Two of them. And, um, like, towards the end of the that day, they were like, oh, so, like, how old do you think we are? How, who do you think is older? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, don't do this. I don't, this is not my game. Like, this was no, not my no. strong point. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to look at them. I'm staring at them. I'm like, damn. Well, she definitely looks older than her. Um, but ages, mm. I don't know. Mm. Why was I completely wrong? The one who looked older was actually the younger one for starters. Ooh. And then the ages, I was like, damn. <laughs> When Damn. when guys try when guys try and flip the script and ask me to just their age, it's a wrap. I can't do it. But I like asking people to because I, yeah, I I get a thrill from it. That's like, pressure, man. Oh oh, you look twenty, you look twenty six, twenty five. I'm like, yeah, but if you tell, if you say if you say to a girl that she looks like mad young, then it's offensive. 
like, like you know what I mean? You. There's there's a certain amount of years that you can be wrong. You didn't clock younger. the response. You didn't clock the response. You're talking over it. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and when I don't have makeup on, one time I didn't have makeup on, and these schoolboys, 18 year olds, mm. were like, ah, oh, you're on your way to college. I said, college. Damn. I, I work full time, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to uni twice. So it's not even <laughs> college. <laughs> like, my youngest sibling isn't even in college anymore. Damn. How about that? In fact, they yeah. Like, no, 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 how no, no, old? no. I'm wrong. They're, no, like, I'm wrong. they're like, how old are you? I was like, 13. Like, that was bad whispering. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> you did that nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Practice, practice. practice. I, was like, I was like, say that again. I said, just be going. <laughs> I'm not looking for a sugar boy, sugar baby. I'm not a cougar. Now you wouldn't vibe like that at all. Mm-mm. Not now. Yeah, well, now you're booed up, but later in life, he's booed up. I was say so reek. So re, damn. So re, single till married. Okay, that's my, that's my thing. I hear it. What was your experience like playing out and playing in? Oh, mate, playing out was fantastic. Oh, these kids ain't got playing out now. Back in the day, yeah, like I would do all my chores. So I can go outside, take my bike out. Mum would be like, oh, don't go past certain place. I'm like, yeah, sure, mum. Yeah, yeah. I'm gone. Don't <laughs> 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 listening to no rules, boy. Listen, because commu- there was community. Mm-hmm. And like, if you lived in ends, any ends, whether that's south, north, east... I can't speak for West because I don't think them. I don't consider West as as ends. Mm-mm. You know, it was but different you, over there. If you lived in ends, you know that everyone knew everyone. So, like, and you knew your friends' parents, and they knew your parents. So, if anything went funny, mm. you was more protected to an extent. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like, I think for me. The biggest visual difference just with regards to playing out is that, like, outside, now, generally speaking, if you see people gathering, it's more it's more of a hood vibe and more of a gang vibe. They're not necessarily a gang and they're not necessarily shot in, but that's more the vibe. Mm. no matter the age but when we were kids like literally kids from all the kids from all the houses were playing together and chilling together in my estate anyway and um and like all the parents knew all the kids who would be with their kid like everybody knew each other's children they knew who should be outside so long as certain people were outside you were allowed to play because they were slightly older or whatever it was a bit more of a community where even playing outside was still based, not based on your household, but like your family was very much involved in some respect in you playing outside with the other people. Like everybody had some kind of knowing 
of, oh yeah, so-and-so is outside, yeah, 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 cool, yeah, go and play. Whereas now, I only see Mandem outside, really. I, I don't see, like, I don't see little girls outside playing. No. There was more I'm just community. trying to think about it. Like, I, I literally can't, I can't think of the last time I saw, like, little girls and boys outside just everybody just playing. I think the reason why it was like that back in the day is because of the community that we had. So, like, every every parent, like, not every parent, but everyone felt responsible for each other to, to an extent. Um, and people were also not as scared, I think, because mm. I think there was less awareness of what could potentially happen to you outside. Um. So, for example, yeah, um, like there's always been risk of ch- children being abducted. There's always been risk of people joining gangs. There's mm-hmm. always been risk of um, someone being assaulted or, you know, whether that's violently or and or sexually outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, that's always been there. But because, I think because it's not... Mm, you know, because on social media, everything, you see everything. And it, if, and it seems yeah, to yeah, feel yeah. like it's happening more because we see it more Because there's more visibility. Mm-hmm. More visibility. So now, I, I think because of that, that's played a hand in people being less okay with their children playing outside. Whereas in our time, because it wasn't in your face so much, there wasn't so much visibility. It was something I reckon that was at the back of our parents' mind. Like, my parents were still kind of strict. I played outside, but it wasn't, like, all the time. And mm-hmm, it was only yeah. certain people I could play with, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I think that the reason, the reason why we were able to play out and you saw more girls outside, more younger people outside as well, um, was one because less visibility of these things meant that people felt safer. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole notion of people have this notion that it was safer back in the day, but I don't think that's actually true. I just think there was less visibility. And then secondly, the toys and stuff that we were playing with, the games we were playing were not virtual. Like we come from the era of AOL dial-up internet. Like you weren't going on. Imagine having dial-up internet now. You are not playing your <laughs> PS5 virtually with dial-up internet. It's not gonna happen. No, like, yeah, yeah, that's impossible. It, like at some point, your mom's gonna get a phone call, and the internet is done. Their <laughs> <laughs> memories there. <clears throat> And I can still hear the sound. Of, <laughs> I know what the internet sounds the di- like. like. The startup. <laughs> the sound of online. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we didn't have Google. We had Ox Jeeves. And Jeeves didn't know nothing. And Jeeves knew fuck all. <laughs> You'll be asking Jeeves for time. Jeeves, bro, where did you get your information? <laughs> Jeeves was basically Wikipedia. You know that, right? Yeah, but Wikipedia has the answers. Jeeves has no, none. No, but of what I'm the trying answers. to say is, what I'm saying is, it worked the same way. In that Jeeves was worse than in Sway. That I could, I could go on ask Jeeves and answer a question. You don't have the answers, Jeeves. As as facts, you ain't as got facts. the answers. <laughs> Just like Wikipedia, I could go on Wikipedia right now 
and cr- and start writing shit about someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeeves was none the wiser, boy. There's a reason why Jeeves ain't here today. God bless his soul. He was old when he started. They actually used an old man because they knew he was going to die. <laughs> Before the yeah, internet. Yeah, he was a butler. Jeez was a butler. He was an old butler. And he had, the, he had the tray thing, remember? And the, what was like, in that the, tray? The tray, nothing. He was serving everybody no information. He was serving everyone air. Ask Jeeves. Damn. Jeeves was about to change the world. Yo, Jeeves, what's blah, 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 blah. Now I'll give you 20 pages about nothing. I was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> Wow, that's a throwback. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. So we didn't have we didn't have internet like these lot have internet. So we had to actually physically play with people. Like you had to go outside to play football. You weren't playing FIFA inside. No, but the thing is, I think I was doing both. That's the thing. Like that. No, but that's we why because we had PlayStation. No, yeah, no, but that's no, why no, I old, said that's why I said um uh, play Nintendo. out and play in as well. Because because the one other thing that I noticed is bare times. Yeah. You see, man, them on the street in the rain, in the snow, blah blah blah. Like, mm. but these men like almost aren't allowed in each other's houses. If you know what I mean. Well, I mean, the c word that we said we weren't going to talk about has played a big. Uh, no, part I mean from that. I mean currently. I mean, nah, I mean before. Before before that, I think people were still, like, I, like for example, if we could just go to video games alone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in our time. You'd go to your friend's house and you would have two controllers at least, and you would play the game mm-hmm. on one console. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on one... one screen, everyone chop it up. Mm, everyone chop it up. Like, and even up to uni. When did I start uni? 09? Back then, yeah. when FIFA was like popping, yeah, proper. And like, I chill with like the guys, and they would all be playing FIFA together in yeah, one yeah, room yeah. or mm. playing COD in one room. Mm. Now you do it all, you do it all online. So yeah, now know, with different. the new, with the new consoles, yeah, you can't even go to your friend's house and play the console in one room. No, you can. It just depends on the game. It depends on the game. I would have thought, I thought that you had to like, both of you would need to have <laughs> your own separate PS5, your, <laughs> no. own, your own controller. You don't need I mean? to have like, your own controller, but certain games, yeah, the, the, what do they call it? Like couch play. Couch play is not, it's not as big as it once was because that was the only form of play. So like, obviously back in the day, they used to try and build consoles to be able to fit more controllers so more people can play in the same place and, and games have more of that appeal. Whereas now, they're just like, make games so that anybody who enjoys it can play with anybody who enjoys it in the world. Cause that just means everybody can play it for longer basically. And anytime. But mm. back in the day, I used to play games with the mandem. Like I used to go out, play out with the mandem, go out and about, try draw a gal, all of that kind of crap, climb up the walls here, break into this like a derelict building here, like all that kind of mad stuff. And then we'll go back to someone's house and someone's mum might have cooked and then we'll chill, eat food, play games. But like, it was a full circle You've unlocked thing. a memory of summertime. Summertime yeah, playing boy. out was lit. It was lit. It'll be like, okay, who's who's going to ask their mum for ice lollies? Who's asking their mum for ice poles? Because if you yeah. ask for ice pole, you're, everyone's getting an ice pole. And it was everyone, mad. It was everyone's mad. Everyone's getting an ice pole. Everyone. Everyone. And like, you'd be like at home on a Saturday and it'll get to like a certain time and then your friend will knock on the door. Oh, can Danny play out? 
these kids don't know about that. They don't know about that. <laughs> They don't know about that. They don't know about that. They don't know about the rejection of when the parent just looks at you and says, no. No. They're not playing out today. They're not playing wow. outside. Wow. Ah. Now they have to do play dates, like proper. Like, mm. okay, bring your kids round. Or I'll bring your kids, my kids. Or I'll take them out. Mm. They, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't experience the joy of, I'm just going to take my scooter or my bike outside. Play for time. I've gone. Time, time, man. Time. Come back, mum can have an ice pole. All your friends are behind you. Yeah, 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 sure. Everyone's getting an ice pole. We used to do the rounds as well. Get ice pole from my mum. Then after, after <laughs> go and collect. Half an hour, collect from so and so's mum. And because you was in ends as well, and most of it's like flats. So if anything's going on downstairs, all it takes is for like one of your friends' mum to look out the window. And they're like, yes. Hey. It's not like that anymore, man. Now everyone minds their business. Everyone is proper divided it's either they're minding their business not looking like they don't want to get involved or they're filming it <laughs> yeah the <laughs> extremes not actually getting involved yeah the extremes but there's definitely just from my opinion i guess if there's any young people that's watching this i beg just clarify whether what i think i'm seeing is the truth because mm. i don't Cause we see actually don't know, like, i don't like... see it like <laughs> i know what it looked like and i don't see it literally i used to walk through my estate any of my brethren's estates or any of the estates on the way to my house from any direction there was always bare people outside bare just just doing madness and not even in a beef way where i'm walking past and they're screwing me or i'm walking past and they're saying what's up they weren't even seeing me because they were doing them like just having fun doing what kids do or people do in their ends like i don't see it but the whole experience for them is totally even in school Mm. The whole experience is different. Like, now, if you were getting bullied, you were getting physically bullied only. Mm-mm-mm. Like, when I was in secondary school, internet was just coming up. Like, obviously, we had MSN. We had MySpace. So you could probably get... You could catch a little bit of bullying there. You know. I'd, I never experienced it. But I got bullied. On, on on like digitally Digi- uh, oh, yeah online early early so your bullies Secondary were the pioneers school. they were the pioneers of, of online, online bullying yeah. <laughs> madness at so my, how was how was that expense. experience yeah how was that experience it was wild because i went from primary school where if they're gonna bully you it's physical like it's face to face in yeah, your yeah, face yeah. in class to people talking about you online and you've got no control over it. And I remember um, going to my mum and telling her about it. She's like, oh, let's go to the police. But what's the police going to do? So what was the, like, without going into detail, what was the scenario? Like, was it MySpace? No, they actually created, like, some high five page. Oh, man, high five. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I know high five. I was on high five and, like, black chat. Yeah, man. Because, okay, basically, I'll give you the tea. I'll give you guys the tea. I'm, I'm cool to be transparent about it. But basically, I lived in Hackney. And in Hackney, nobody could talk to me. Jeez. No one. See the eyes I was, as well. <laughs> no one. Because I, I was in a group. Okay. And it was a group of girls and a group of guys. And um, we all looked after each other, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I was kind of, pre- well, not kind of, I was protected. No one was talking, no one was messing with me mm. because 
I'm not proud of it, but we were the bullies of the school. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like if if any if anyone tried it, we were the ones that were like and I could be very leery. So it happened. And then um because I was mixing with the wrong crowd mm-hmm. and getting in trouble a lot, um, we moved to Essex when I was like 13, 14. Um and in Essex, I was one of three black people in my school. Yeah. Um, the other two blacks that were... <laughs> the blacks. other two blacks? <laughs> the other two black people in my school. Yeah. They were born and bred in Essex, right? So the so way they... So they knew how to navigate those waters. The way they spoke, their culture was totally different. Yeah. The way they do community is totally different. And there's me coming from... Hackney. Hackney, strong accent, like talking, you know, all the talk, everything, demeanor, everything. Mm-hmm. And I've always come across as over, like super confident, even when I'm not. I've always been like that. In school, I used to walk bare, like, can't, can't have chat for me. Can't That's test. how I used to move. Yeah, I used to move like that. Um, <laughs> um, and in my school in Essex, they brought me down to size. They were like, no, you're the minority here. And mm. I was racially bullied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll talk about racism another time, but I know racism was and still is very much present. Of course. I learned, I learned about racism in school. Um, and they created a page where they spoke about how I was fat and this, that, got big lips, dirty, blah, blah. I'm thinking, okay, but these are the same girls now that have duck lips. Mm. Would you like to log into your high five, please? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing that BBL or going to the gym to get a big bum. Mm. And doing um, racial ambiguity. Anyway. I lied, tanning. But they were, I mean, in Essex, they were doing up orange tan from yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, in school. Yeah. Like, So... That's what happened. And I remember um, I hated it. I was like, why did you guys move me, man? Like, I was happy mm. in, in Hackney. Like, I I felt like I belonged. And I was playing outside in Hackney. As soon as we moved to Essex, I weren't playing outside no more. Yeah, it wasn't that. I was playing in a garden. Hmm. But in, in ends, I was playing outside. And even, like, um, every other weekend, I'd go to, like, my grandmother's house, my mom's mom, mm-hmm. um, to play. And she lived in Kingsmead Estate. Okay, yeah, I know Kingsmead. Mm, not far from Homerton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, I was protected there too. Because my mum's younger brother was known. He wasn't in a gang or anything, but he was just known. Like, everyone knew my grandma's house. That's the thing, though. I mean, in Hackney, that's so, kind of how it works. Yeah, like and he was an older. So, if like, when I'm playing outside, he'd come out and they'd be like, oh... That's so and so's niece. Don't you can't do you can't you can't yeah, try don't. nothing with me over there back then. So I used to walk around like I was like the the, the princess of the land because I was like you lot. I could leave I could leave my bike in one place and no one would dare touch it because it was like no that's so and so's niece. Yeah yeah exactly. Um, her grandma lives up blah blah blah. So um, I used to play out in in ends, but when I got to Essex, it was like no. And my brother and my sister they did primary school in Essex. They didn't do play outside. Yeah, they if just they, don't even know it. They didn't. They didn't even get to experience that. That feeling of all the kids in the estate are friends. 
And even if you're not all friends, there's li- little clicks. Yeah, know, yeah, chill. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, they didn't get that. If they wanted to play out, it was let's take them to the park and they can ride their bike around and play with their friends in the park and then they go home. See, this is the only thing, right, about moving into the upper echelon, which I'm doing. <clears throat> uh, but it's the only thing that I don't like about it because I, I feel like community is really important to to um to children man and they're like upbringing and their understanding of of other people and cultures and it and i think like my me myself i think i'm really flexible and accommodating of of people in their very many different forms Mm. and i mean all sorts of different forms like whether it be sexuality or uh religious beliefs or cultural differences or even disabilities, because as a child, I experienced growing up and rubbing cheeks with all of these people mm. in some way based on how I was living. Mm. In my estate, there was myself being like black um, African, but having, when I was growing up, far more Caribbean uh, family around. So it's black African and also Caribbean and having Caribbean neighbors who are from different islands, which mm. is a very different having um, Chinese neighbors, um, Indian neighbors that are Muslim, Turkish neighbors, Kurdish neighbors, all in close proximity, Sikh neighbors who had beef with the Muslim neighbors who the Turks had beef with the Kurds and learning about all of these different Mm -hmm. tensions between these different communities as well as how they do things, etc. Going to a school where I didn't even know my school was special. My primary school was a special school that had extra added facilities for deaf children so i had loads of i had loads of deaf children in my class i thought everybody had deaf children in their class i thought that was normal Normal. so there's so there's my uh class and then there's like there was about three or four people in my class who were also doing sign language and then the teacher they have a special teacher with them and etc etc so all of these things to me are just normal so I'm l- learning how to communicate with all of these people. I never learned sign language. That's a crime. I didn't understand when my school didn't teach it. It's only when I was an adult. Looking back, I was like, wait, I went to a special school and I don't know how to do sign language. And mm-hmm. I had deaf people in my class. That is ridiculous. But that's a whole nother conversation. But um, yeah. And like, if I now elevate myself to this mansion that I'm planning to buy in Cotfosters, 1.2 million it bangs five bedrooms anyway it's happening i'll show you at some point in time um mm-hmm. then yeah ultimately my children won't get that because those people won't be right beside them do you know what i'm saying everybody beside them basically gonna be white mm. so that's what they're walking out and seeing neighbors experience is going to be like their school experience is going to be like yeah it's just white kids because any school that's in that area is going to be predominantly white anyway because it's on the suburbs rather than the city center Mm-hmm. And then their whole childhood just looks rubbish in comparison to mine, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I want them to have the best in life. The thing but is, I think the culture is, is them, the best. For them, that's going to be, that's going to be, that's going to be the childhood that they have. And they're going to mm. look back on it and feel like, I mean, all adults look back at their childhood and think, oh, my childhood was lit. Mm-hmm. But because you've experienced your childhood, you're going to think, nah, yours is a bit dry compared. Like, when I talk to my brother, I'm always, and he must get so annoyed with me. Because mm. I'm like, no, you didn't live. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> you haven't. 
I'm like, you didn't live. You didn't. Because the childhood we had, yeah, like, it was just fun. It was fun. Mm. I I don't see how only seeing your friends if your parents take you to the park to play with them or playing remotely. They've been doing remote life from early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see how that is fun compared to physically leaving your house, riding your bike to how many estates away from your home, you know, like chilling with people, like getting to know people in your wider community. And Mm. then feeling like you're safe, even though you're not at home and anyone can come and tell you that what you're doing is not correct or whatever. Yeah. Or look out for you. And then you do it all again the next day. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't, I don't get, I don't get how, and I think people's social skills now is effed up because mm, this is what I was going to get to. Yeah, because they don't actually get to experience going outside and actually physically like dealing with people. Yeah, everyone's think, got chat online. No, I think, I think that I think another problem with it as well is like us being social creatures human beings Mm. we're always going to end up socializing but i think where there isn't as much opportunity for people to to socialize with no agenda i guess it it leads to a lack of development of people's just just having good social skills with no agenda so like i think people go from like being school age where they're just everything is you know an experience to them becoming like more teenage. And then I think at the teenage part where we would have just been playing out, you know what I mean? Ramping, being adventurous, being dangerous, and then also uh, maturing and going through puberty. I think people have less of everything else and just experience going through puberty a bit more. So now when they come out of that, it's a lot more focused on relationships and, and the sexual element of socializing more than anything because I, I i think when i look at instagram at least i think there's a lot more sex or sexual energy coming from the younger people than than i was ex- expressing at that time mm. not that i wasn't feeling it but i wasn't expressing it to that level because i was also engaged in so many other things like i was playing basketball I was doing gymnastics. I was learning how to like do street dance. I was hitting up the community centers and I was doing so much other things. And I was like, if I see the right girl then she's like feeling me, you know, then I might try to think. But if not, like calm, cause I'm doing X, Y, Z, but like my list is long. Mm. But I feel like a lot of the things that I see looks like it's geared towards sex. Like people are doing actions that are positioning them better for that sexual interaction. I definitely think that younger people seem older or come across older Mm. now. I don't know if that is down solely to the fact that we were doing stuff like playing out and going to youth centers or not. Mm. Or if that is down to the internet and the fact that there is more visibility on more than just dangerous stuff. There's more visibility on things like porn and sexual material, other sexual material. 
Yeah, but that. I don't think porn ages you, though. I don't think... I think I don't it know. ages that's your what, mentality, that, yeah. I yeah, mean, it speaks... I, that's what I'm saying, but I don't know. I don't know what is causing it because I'm mm. pretty sure that our parents probably looked at us and thought, you lot seem a bit older than what we were when we were that age. I oh, know, I get the, the opposite. My dad is always like, you know, at your age, I was... Bah, 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 bah. At your age, I was a dad. I was a father. I was a this. I was a, no, but age. that's but that's more that's more when you get to your teens. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking younger, like you know. When Sorry, you're like I was 13. talking more teen. I was talking more teenage. Yeah, I was okay, talking like more. Okay, so than... like, I'm thinking like ten. You know that young teenage time when yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. 13, 14, 15, mm. 16. Like I feel like that age group seem a lot older than yeah. what we were when we were. That a lot age. harder. A lot older, like I'm seeing some girls. I'm like, are you sure you're 15? Because you look like you could pass for an 18 year old. Like even how they do their makeup, how they dress. Yeah, no, no. De- I won't I think look at their makeup whole, at 13. Like, there's definitely a whole issue with how young women, because I guess you have to call them women or young girls until they're 16, how they're presenting. They're def- they're definitely and how their parents themselves. are allowing. I think there's definitely something wrong that needs to be addressed. Sorry, because my keeps watering. I don't know if it's right. because of this. Um... You're crying because the, the words I'm speaking. It's so is, it's, mo- it's moving me, it's, man. It's moving. It's the nos- it's the nostalgia. I'm just like, oh <laughs> God, let's go back to those times. No, but on a on a yeah on a serious note, like I think. It's really damaging for both young girls and for young boys how how young how some young women are presenting proper mature proper sexualized or sexualizing themselves and they I think it's damaging for both them and for the young boys because one it uh, it obviously shapes the opinion of other girls around them mm. who now feel like they have to either conform or they're gonna fall on the wayside because. They're not going to be the center of attention when they're not competing, if you know what I mean. I mean, when uh, they when they grow up, I don't believe in glow ups, but when they grow up, but I, I all the girls I know that were seemed older beyond their years physically, mm. if you see them now, it's like rah. No one's saying that you look like a twenty six sis. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So I I feel like young the the youth now are not really uh, being youth yeah they're not capitalizing on Mm-mm. the young part they need to they need to capitalize because you're gonna get older and then you're gonna be like oh, i've been doing this old life for a long time mm. um, but then i think that kind of goes hand in hand with the lack of uh resources available to them like youth centers after mm-hmm. school clubs mm-hmm. um you know, that kind of thing. There, 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 there really isn't as much as as I had available because I used to do everything. I used to go I was to my after every, school club, basketball after, club, yeah, all the street dance, choir. Yeah, yeah, I did so much for free. And yeah, and you. That's where you met. That's why I made so so many friends. Like I made friends outside of my class. Because mm. I was going to dance classes, arts. I was doing like all the arts, basically, like drama school. I did like because um, I can like paint and draw and stuff like that. So I was doing like art classes out after school, as well. 
um, played netball in the netball team. Like I did so many different things. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was free, but I guess now everything's more expensive and the government, let's not even go there, but you know, that they've cut all that out. So they're missing out on that. But because of that, plus the whole, you know, if you lived in ends, especially it was more free to hang out outside on a weekend with mm. your friend, with your mates. Um, I made, I had more friends. I had friends that maybe didn't go to the same school as me because we mm, went to clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or I met other people from other schools when we were like, we would compete. So like, if yeah. we, let's say we're doing like my school versus another school at netball. I meet other people that way. Exactly. And then on top of that, like on weekends, not everyone that lived in my estate went to the same school and stuff. So we would, I would be friends with more than just people from yeah, my class yeah. or from my school. And that's how I was able to, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> it's not COVID. But at this point it could be. <laughs> um, <coughs> that's how I was able to like get to know different people within our black community though. Yeah, within yeah, yeah. The ethnic minorities. Yeah. Within the ethnic minority community. Because when I went to that school in Essex, I learned that you don't know how to mix with white people. Because mm-hmm. in ends, I was mixing with white people that were from ends. Yeah, so it's a completely different, different experience. It's a completely different experience. Yeah. They understand, white people in ends understand the dynamic of, um, of, of being inclusive of, of minority groups and their cultures and, and working within the same restraint because they now find themselves also as a minority, if you see what I'm saying, in how mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, like in Hackney, when I was growing up, white people were not the majority of the school. Or at least they were not a majority, like, in reflection to white people in this country, where they make mm. up, like, 96% of the population. In my school, it was definitely not that. And yeah, white people in in schools in ends, they get it because they have to, because they're in a similar predicament of not being a majority, so you're just working with everyone, if you know what I mean. You're experiencing everything together. Outside of that scenario, when you are a majority, it's just not part of your culture to be including everyone. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not even saying it like, I'm not even saying you've done a bad thing because you've just not thought about something that's not really there displayed in such a way that you should be thinking about it. And that's why this conversation has come up, you know what I mean? In the middle of lockdown, it's like, we need representation. We need inclusivity. Because I don't it's know. Not happening. I don't know if the white people in ends under- really understood no, but what I it think... was like. I think they just thought it was cool. Oh yeah, of course. Remember, yeah. Like, like, there's this notion of if you're from ends, yeah, I mean, even I did it just earlier when I was like, oh yeah, like when I was in ends, no one could chat to me. There's this thing, there's this like chip on your shoulder that comes with coming from ends. And let's face it, yeah, being black especially is cool. Like we are trailblazers. We start off trends. Everybody wants to be like us. Like we, what we have naturally that they might take the piss out of today, tomorrow. They it's all... fashion. It's fashion tomorrow. <clears throat> I spoke about my big lips. People were pumping their lips all over the gaff mm. to achieve something that I just naturally have, right? 
Um, and so, like, I don't think it was really that they understood. I think they just thought, oh, it's cool to be like them. So, you know, that's why we had a lot of... Everybody knew a white person that was trying to be black. Yeah, of course. And they'll bunny, lay their I'm edges doing, with the I'm curls. Doing bunny fingers. And they'll lay it. And remember the days, back in the days, when girls used to, like, put pens in their hair. Like, yeah, yeah. You fatten the hair. Like, you put your hair up. You fan it. You put, like, the pens in there. Lollipops. And you had white girls that had no afro, no curl whatsoever, straight up and down hair, doing swoopy swoops, hoops, and putting pens and lollipops in their hair because they thought that, you know, and they want to bag the, they, they want to get with the black guys. You know, they want to get with the Aaron's and the- You know, when I was in school, I don't think no black, no, no white girls wanted to get with the black guys. <clears throat> it didn't appear that way anyway. No, they but- did. They wanted the lighties though. Yeah, 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 definitely not. <laughs> my complexion, which, which way, I think, which I think proves my too... point. Which I think proves my point mm. that it wasn't that they understood. It was like, oh, it's cool. I want to. We want to be like them. I want to get a part of it. I want to get a part of it. It was a fetish. Mm-mm-mm. You know, so that's what I think it was. And I could be a cynic because, like I said, when I went to an all-white school, I learned. They don't like. <laughs> they don't like me. And but at that point, it's not cool to be me because I was the only one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cool. Yeah. It was so to them, opposite. it was like you're so like ghetto because you're from what they consider to be the ghetto. But then, but but there's a there's <clears throat> a social dynamic there as well because I'm gonna assume that the people in Essex a big assumption, but I'm gonna assume that they were you know uh, more well to do. Not more well to do. There's no, low just, class just, white just people. Just more. Now. No, no. Just, just more well to do than their white equivalents from <clears> ends. <throat> I don't agree. That's my. That's so. my opinion for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree. I because think that I there was a think, few more. There was a few. I mean, mm. yeah, there was more. The ratio of well to do white people to not well to do white people in Essex at that time was the ratio was off. There was way more that had. P's, their parents owned their homes they weren't living mm-hmm. in council houses but there was yeah. still quite a few of them that came from council flats no there has to be and stuff like that and and even they thought they were better than me because at least they were white yeah yeah, and yeah. they weren't from hackney and all they knew about hackney was we were all we were all gangsters and we were all committing crimes and stuff like that and they didn't yeah. realize that first of all i'm african I'm an eldest born Nigerian daughter. There's no room for gang. What's gang? <laughs> <laughs> My parents were strict, boy. The only crime Dami is committing is killing all of these tests. I'm telling you, if I wasn't doing A, it's a problem. What are you talking about? That's why they moved me. Because they were like, oh yeah, I'm mixing with wrong. And you know what? Let me tell you people's story. It's funny. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. Damn. But... Me and my friends at lunchtime, basically the way they, they used to do it in our school, we went to Stokey. Oh, you went to Stokey? Yeah. So the way they used to do it, yeah, was only year 10 and 11s could go out of the building at lunchtime. Yeah, for lunch. Yeah, yeah. All of us youths, we had to do lunch in the, on the school premises. But we thought we were bad. We were like, nah, those rules don't pertain to us. We can do what we want. We run this school. Mad. We kind of did, but you know. So every lunchtime, for for months, 
we were going down to the chip shop on the end of the of the road. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the chip shop. Millennium or something. Millennium or something like that. Yeah, that's it. And we'd get a kebab. And then we'd come up and then we'd go into the park. So you know that okay, they have yeah. like the swimming pool and then you like you go past it and then you go to the park. Yeah, so yeah. So we'd go in the park. We'd have our kebab in the park and then we'd sneak back into school. And Stokey never had uniform in it. So everyone looked... So you could get away with it because mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, tens and elevens ain't wearing uniform. No one's wearing uniform, so you know. They got uniform now. <clears throat> oh yeah. But back then no uniform was lit. So anyway, um, so yeah. One day we found out I was in science class. I'll never forget I was in science lesson. And uh we found out that the teachers saw us and knew that we left the building. Mm. And we caught wind that they were gonna write to our parents. <clears throat> I was shitting bricks. Because, like, as far as my parents were concerned, I go to school and I don't leave the premises until it's time to come home. Mm-hmm. So I had, I went home and um, we have to talk, I feel like we have to talk about the fact that we have to talk about the whole, um, how children, black kids, especially African kids, we code switch, but we code switch more than just code switching for other cultures. We code switch at home as well. It's mm-hmm. like the way that you move at school with your boys and your friends is not how Different. you're moving at home. It's different. I came home, I started helping mom in the kitchen because that was my thing. I had to do that as the eldest born. So um, I was in the kitchen and my mum noticed this girl's moving a bit different today. She's not her usual self. Yeah. So she was like, Tammy, how was school? I was like, oh, school was okay. I was very, I was very anxious because I was like, I need to, I need to tell her myself. I don't yeah. want her to get the letter. I have to tell her myself. So oh, when, the letter, when the letter comes, I've already done the preamble. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've already yeah, like... Yeah. You sorted it. Yeah. <coughs> so I was like, yeah, my friends are fine. So she started naming them. How is so, 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 so. I was like, yeah. She's like, she's like, you're not your normal bubbly self. What's going on? How was, what happened in school today? Like, oh, yeah, mum. Um, yeah, at lunchtime, we went to the kebab shop and we went to the park. Mum said, you did what? I said, yeah, we went to the park. She said, but you're not in your turn. I said, yeah, I know. Me and my friend, she said, oh. So you yeah. started sleeping with boys. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 100. I don't know. I don't know how we got there. Wow. Wow. I don't know how we got there. The only reason you could she possibly want to go to the said, park. She said, I'm going to call your dad. She called my dad. Lecture. So... You think you're a big woman now? What, because we let you go to school by yourself? Mm. So now you go to school and you're leaving the building, you're bonking off school. I said, I'm not bonking, yeah. I don't miss lessons. <laughs> I don't miss lessons. I was like, I don't miss lessons. Nah, it was, it was, that was, the first, that? that was the first strike. <laughs> that was the first strike. The second strike... I can't even remember. That is so bad, I must have like lost yeah, it from my memory yeah. and they called my parents into the school with the other kids parents in it <clears throat> and my mom and dad was like so this is the crowd you want to be hanging out with so they were like we're moving there because i obviously i was really good with with my grades i was really good like yeah, yeah. you know and the teacher was do, teachers were doing a whole damn he's got potential she's so smart you know she's you know she's lovely on a one-to-one, but when she's with her friends, she's a different person. Yeah, they always, they always. You know what ah. the thing is? Teachers know how to sing, sing it, like sing the right tune to just. Yo, your so parents. my parents were like, 
it's your friends that are bad influence. They didn't know that Mitya was ringleader. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they're like, no, it's her friends. They're like, no, they're bullying her into, you know. Then they tried to do the whole, don't, we don't want you to talk, talking to them anymore. That didn't work. Because yeah, Mitya, I wanted to be part of the, hello, like, oh, no way. So yeah. they just said, we're moving you. We're moving you, that's it. It was the best thing. I appreciate it now. No, of course. Because when I look, course. I'll be honest. When I look back at it, yeah, we were doing some stupid stuff like, like getting into fights unnecessarily, mm. disruptive in class, and like I was, I was cheeky. I was one of those students that I, I was did, terrible. I did all my work. Don't ever get it twisted. I'd be the person that's like, I ain't done my homework, but I did it though. I studied, but I studied though. So you'd mm. be thinking this girl is just here to waste everyone's time. She's doing yeah, class yeah, yeah. clown. Cause I, and I'm, I'm stubborn. I know I'm stubborn. So like, and I, I was a smart Alec as well. So I was the kind of person that would be bare chatting. Dammy, shut up, be quiet. I'd be like, all right, cool. Then when you read my name in the register, I, I'm not going to respond to you because you told me to be quiet. I was that, I was that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you tell me to leave the class and I'd like crack jokes from outside. So no one's paying attention to your class anymore because you sent me out. So because you sent me out, everybody now is not going to pay attention. Mm. I was that person, very, very, very mischievous, right? Um, but so people would think, oh, Dami doesn't really care for school, but I was, I was studying at home, and I was getting the grades. So when it came to parents, you did never like, no, Dami's bad, intelligent, you know, she's she's, she's a bit chatty, she can be a bit cheeky. I always in class. got that, man. I always got that. But she's with her friends, she's a different person, but she's got potential. So my parents are like, no, education comes first, and I'm grateful for it, you know, to be honest. I'm grateful know, for it, but the 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 racism I experienced in school when I moved was yeah, it was just next and level. it 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 stayed with me because even when I was when I started working, oh no, when I went to uni, I made sure I went to a uni that was predominantly black, mm-hmm. that had a strong black community, mm-hmm. Brunel and that, jeez, um, and back then, I went. I remember going to see um Brunel on camp uh, um before I applied and I just seen bare black people and I said this is home this is where I'm supposed to be I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. go somewhere where there's bare white people I'm not doing it and then when I started working and the reality is in the real world yeah you don't can't, like that man it doesn't yeah. work that way you gotta know how to mix with everybody so I went into the workforce um thinking I can't trust white people I don't like white people mm. Now, obviously, I've got now I've got white friends and that. But when I first started, like ten years ago or more now, pff, forget it. I was like, no, I don't really. Know. It was like a us. And, it was like a us and them situation. But because of that's because of what I experienced in school. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everything that happens in school, it stays with you, or not not necessarily experience in school. Everything that you experience growing up stays with you. Mm. Oh and yeah, that's, absolutely. That's yeah, just to bring it full circle, that's where this uh I think that, that needs to be the focus at least well, at least for the black community, because I see a lot of as an outsider, I mm. see a lot of what I think is foundations of community for other communities mm. where they have like their town their town halls or their town centres, whatever you want to call them, where they actually attend, like people from the community actually attend with their kids and they socialize more than school, you know what I mean? Like Sikh people go to the Sikh center and then they meet other Sikh families and Sikh kids and 
You know what I mean? They have that mm. community. And then the same with the Turks. And they have their Saturday school where they teach their Turkish children to speak Turkish with other Turkish people. Doesn't matter what school you're from. And then, mm-hmm. and I just look at the black community. I'm like, where's our thing? Our thing was thing. Our thing was stuff like um, dance club. Like, do you, no, no, so no. Many not of us not, were not doing... what was it? Not what was it? Oh, where is it? Oh, yeah, where it, because, oh, it's gone. It's because gone. It's gone. It's gone. I, I, and I don't know. I, again, I'm saying this as an outsider, but my opinion is that oh, the Turks own the Turkish center. You know what I mean? That then mm. puts on the Saturday school, and they probably pay for the Saturday school, but mm. ultimately it then funds them to keep the building to then help their Turkish community stay connected outside of any other institution, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I look at all of the things that I did that are considered to be the black things, like the gospel choir or the street dance or the music production spaces. Not that I was into music production when I could have done it for free, but it was available. Yeah, All of those things were actually owned by the government. And then... Mm subsidized and given to my community but my community hasn't even ocean ocean Mm. all the black events all the black oh my god but where's ocean the the government's like no we're not doing this blah 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 and then they can just take it away and i'm like yeah so where's the stuff that my community gives to my community where's that stuff the responsibility is now on us it was always ours but we were just happy to be taking handouts this is for me, it's a personal gripe with the black community. It's always handouts, all day, every day. Never, let's make yeah. something together. And it's like, and I'm even speaking to myself here, to be honest. We're here saying how, we're here kind of going down memory lane of mm. the things that we had, which may not have always been great, but we still had it and we mm-hmm. appreciate it. And it's molded us. And we can see that it's stuff that's decreased over time. And we are still not stepping, there's not enough of us stepping into the space of saying, you know what, we benefited from this. Yeah, let's build this. Let's build it for our our younger generation. We have a responsibility. We're the oldest now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm 100% in, in that conversation and trying to think of like the best ways to do it because i've had ideas i know people who work in this space who are doing it mm. um but it needs to be more than one do you know what i mean like th- if you think of the amount of youth centers we've lost the deficit of what is missing versus what we need to put back is huge i feel like we've lost a lot of we've lost a lot of those like youth centers and stuff like that to gentrification to an extent I yeah, mean, I'd say to an extent. Because they've used those buildings for other things, like their jazzy caf- cafes and... You know what mm, I mean? Like those things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I mean, when the when the building is not owned, like, what, what, do, you, what do you want them to do? Like, if, I, if I'm holding on to some land that's, like, serving a community and making X, but I can just put it into, like, retail or I can mm. put it into housing and it's going to net me more... I'm not holding on to the space for any community unless that community serves me, which is why I'm saying, where's the the black people that are like, yeah, we've seen that. I mean, you can see it. It's night and day. Mm. The, the, um, the amount of like trouble the youth get have been getting into 
if you compare it like 10 years ago versus now and and if you if you kind of draw parallels between youth services and those crime rates then you'll see that they're aligned the less services they have the less interaction they have with uh, mentors and elders who are not family members who can help mm. guide them etc or just give them spaces to express themselves whether it be artistically or learn skills those youth centers did more than just give us a space to express ourselves because like even down to career advice and mm. helping you put your cv together helping you to apply for like things like UCAT for like your do your UCAT yeah, 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 for yeah. School, like school and stuff I got all of that from like youth support um, there was loads there was loads in it and like I could yeah I don't know if I don't actually know if those things still exist today I mean one of my youth centers does because I, I literally decided to just have a random walk because I knew a lot of the staff I even ended up working there not for not for the, the company itself mm. but like working in the space for other companies mm. um so I, one yeah one day i was like i need to just go and have a look and it was still there and i couldn't believe it and it's it's leveled up in a sense but also the community has also reduced so it's a bit that one's a bit bittersweet but i was like at least it's still there but aside from that i'm just like i, I can't even tell you how many people went there how many people it saved from violence mm. like so many stories how many girls went there and like one of the main key workers there she was a mother to all of us mm. and i cannot even imagine how much of her wisdom she imparted on different people mm. and how much that would have shaped their lives and sent them into a better direction or a good direction if they weren't necessarily going to go into one because there was no pressure she was like i'm here i'm here every single day or you know whenever they're open and you know you can talk to me so if you want to talk to me you know where i'm at and those, that was those, literally those youth centers used to almost be like babies like not babysitters but do you know what i mean like daycare yeah after school like, i remember there was a time after school my mum and dad used to do they planned it so that in the mornings my dad was would be at home to take us to school Mm -hmm. And in the evenings, my mum would pick us up. But there was a period where... Um, there was a period where my mum finished too late for her to pick me up after school. So I'd go to a youth centre, like a youth club after yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. Um, And she knew that, okay, I w like, she's at the youth club. So I can pick her up from the youth club when I'm done at yeah. six or seven or whatever. And she didn't have to pay for, for childcare because I was there, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I don't know if they have that now. I feel like everything's private now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, they might have after school clubs, but like the one that I used to go to, the ones, sorry, that I used to go to that I spent a majority of my time, they uh, weren't, um, I mean, I was later than school. It was like, I was college age anyway, but yeah. And you used to yeah, pay like a sub. You paid a sub, but it was yeah, like my, literally a couple quid. Used, yeah, I know my parents used to pay a little something, something. This is in primary school, you know. Mm. This is this is nineties. This is not. But you need it. You need to have these options, man. Not everybody's got money to be forking out hundreds uh, per month or per day. The for funding, these. the funding's decreased from the government, so most of these places have had to go privatized. Yeah, and. 
because they're not created by the by our community it was like given to us yeah it's problematic so it's problematic so we've lost a lot of that and yeah you're right actually when i when i really deep it it does impact i think the quality of the experience the youth get mm, 100%. for sure yeah but then that in turn impacts the quality of humans that we get out of the youth because they become our adults yeah I, but i think that i think that if you was to couple that what we've just discussed with the fact that everybody lives on their technology on their i'm bringing mm-hmm, the technology mm-hmm, thing back because mm-hmm. i'm telling you technology no, is it's, ruining it's our all lives part of, everyone's all part on of their it. everyone's on their phones when when, when 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 um facebook was down recently and no one could use whatsapp no one could use instagram no one could use mm-hmm, facebook mm-hmm. i'm sure some of these youths would have been having meltdowns everyone was on twitter <laughs> yeah see oh, when i days. when the thing what was happened? broken i what didn't happened? even know twitter was working i was just like okay cool i'll I just make like, some okay. music I like, okay <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read a book yeah. watch tv it's not the end of the world like there's other things for me to do mm. but the youths of nowadays social media is literally their life yeah that's that so is if, the if, world so that's the world that's their reality that's how they meet people. That's how they... But that's also not even to divert this, but that's why the metaverse will be successful because, like, people like us who grew up very much in the physical world and then were introduced to this digital age, mm. we understand too much about both. But people who... There are people who are born and Facebook already existed and now they're adults mm. or, or approaching adult age. You know what I mean? They, uh, the world to them is a completely different place than it is to us. Even down to like the whole NFT conversation, which I don't know if you know about NFTs and stuff, but I'm not even going to get into it. But essentially it's people buying things that only exist digitally. Right, okay. This was a really over-summarization of the, of the whole thing, but even if summarization is a word. But anyway, I was trying to explain to a friend that that is also going to be massive because we are used to buying things and owning things and having things until they broke and then fixing them, etc., etc. But young people, they're used to streaming services that are services. Like we used to go out and buy singles and then you have a collection of singles in your room. And you if you didn't have it, the, you, you didn't have the it. the CD Walkman? I never even had a CD Walkman. I had tape. No, but, I had the tape but I, one. But and I used to I, buy the tapes. But I upgraded yeah. This is where you can see the difference between our age. No, no, I but I, no, no. Before. I didn't have money to upgrade. Oh, I no, had to keep had, with the tapes. I did. I did. Daddy, for Christmas, can I have? And I nah. got the it was silver. Mm. It was the Walkman, and it had inbuilt radio as well. So yeah, I used, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. listen to pirate radio at night on my Walkman, and my first CD, nasty, nasty. That was the one. Come on. Nasty crew. Anyway, anyway. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're definitely East Londoners. Um, um, and what's it? I used to, um, like, get CDs. Like, I had CDs and I'd play CDs on my portable CD player. And I was like, yeah. Gasp. But you could and only then, play the CDs then, that you bought. Yeah. But yeah, but what I'm saying is there's a generation oh, oh, of and then, people and, and then who it grew went to up MP3. and they never... Yeah, then but it went to MP3. again, but the MP3s you had to have them, 
and, like and you had to download it. You had to download. You Livewire. had to download it. Yeah, you, have you to down- had to get it. Do you remember? Do you remember Livewire? You download a song and you be praying that you don't hear. I did not have sexual relations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These would be bare fake files out there. Oh my god! You'd be like, please don't, please don't be, please don't. But this be is, that. but this, but again, this is what I'm saying. That's acquisition. You had to acquire those things. You had to get Limewire and then download. It oh. still, it wasn't physical. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For Limewire, yeah. but you still had to get it. There's a whole oh generation of people who Spotify is standard. So they yeah. don't know about owning the music. Yeah. They just know about having access to it. Yeah. Oh, man. Imagine do you remember the days, do you remember, no do you remember the days when you'd go... Do you remember when YouTube first came out? Mm. Well, not when it first came out, but in the early days of YouTube. And you could, you could go on the MP3 converter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the link of the YouTube I video. I do that. And pull the. I don't. I still do that. We were doing a lot. We were doing coding and all sorts in our in our time. <laughs> no, we we actually were though. We, we were because MySpace, HTML, MySpace, yeah, my, no, MySpace was coding. Facts. Yeah. Facts. You was drawing. You was learning from the best how to link images and clickable. Okay. Cue the picture and then you put in this. Limewire that you were supposed to buy. I don't know how I managed to get a bootleg. Everybody got for free, man. Got for free. I spent hours and the computers in my mom and dad's rooms. I spent hours in there. I'm doing homework. No, yeah, yeah. I'm updating my music collection. I'll be on that. Getting albums for free. (laughs) Albums for free, and then I'd burn it onto a CD. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So we could play it in the car or play it in on our stereo. And the quality was shocking. Terrible. You can hear humming in the background and everything, but it's fine. Yeah. So long as you didn't hear, as long as you didn't hear, I did not have. Sexual relations with that woman. With that woman, <laughs> Miss Lewinsky. Miss Lewinsky. Nah. I did not. As soon as you hear, I did. You be like, no, delete. delete it. Next one. Mad. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different. It was a different time. Time, but I it's think... crazy. I, I my um even now because you know when you play music now you just need a wireless bluetooth connection speakers remember when mm. we used to have actual like you put the cassette in when you finish playing the tape you gotta rewind it so that next time you can play it from the beginning and or then you flip it over to the next side flip so it you to can... the ne- yeah yeah side a and side b and then or, or like play on the cd like when you play music on the cd mm-hmm. and you had to make sure that you didn't touch the actual the disc, actual disc because mm. you scratch it <coughs> Nah, lot, these lot, these lot don't know. These lot don't know. They it's all those lot. little things. All those. We, I think, we're the generation that got the best of both worlds because yeah, we got to yeah. see what it was like pre-internet, and we've seen what it's like post-internet, and mm. we and we still understand it. It's not like our parents yeah. who like they know post, they know internet world, and they know like um, you know smartphones but they struggle they're not in it yeah in a way they struggle to use it whereas with us we know how to use it because we were we were there we saw the whole evolution Mm. of it pre so we're that golden age that's had the best of both we've had the journey we've had the journey so yeah man guys please like get involved in the conversation i would love to hear we would love to hear your thoughts on if you're from our generation what it was like like what you think the youths of nowadays are missing out on mm-hmm. and um if you have younger siblings or 
people in your family because I don't have young people in my family anymore all of us are like of a certain age now so I can't really speak for that youth demographic too much yeah if you know like or if you're I mean if you're a young person listening to this podcast first of all I did swear earlier and um yeah sorry about that (laughs) it's an adult podcast really um or if you know someone who is young um like share what it's like like if you can share a bit of what they've got especially about like the youth centers and like what resources are available to them for them Mm. to express themselves to express themselves learn grow build community within their sub community that would be really interesting to know to to know Mm. actually and i don't have kids so i don't even know what that's like either yeah, this is the only thing that I really think about when I think about kids. I'm like, man, like, what am I really giving this child? <laughs> I want them to have at least what I had, if you know what I mean. I think it's just going to have to be play dates. That sounds moist. It's boring, isn't it? Because, like, yeah. I mean, even I remember, like, my cousins, like, all of us hanging out, outside, like, playing out. I want my child to be able to be outside, but like I, I also don't want my child to be outside because outside is wild, you know. Outside is wild, especially now that every, all these kids have mobile phones and AirPods. You know what? It's not that it's not that mobile phones and... that I'm worried about. It's the Rambo's. Oh. It's wild for kids. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. it, it really does get wild. But not to been get wild. into it's, that gang conversation. It's always but been a bit wild. Man. It's been a bit wild, but not like this. That's the uh, that's the only other thing. It's like, I, and do you know what the reason why it's not like this is because we had other they had other things that they could do exactly yeah you could be it's engaged in other things but it's a shame it's, man. There's, it's very reduced it's a the shame. channels that you can put your energy into is reduced and that's why it's it might wilder. just be that I'm paying for all sorts of clubs they're going to be doing everything oh well yeah my kid's going to be doing everything in the clubs but I don't know man yeah they're going yeah, just... to play sports play an instrument all sorts just mm. so that they're not at home on an ipad all day yeah that's day dead out. that's dead <laughs> wow anyway i feel like the conversation should carry on in the comments below oh sure um but yeah venom where can we find you mom you can find me on instagram venom.com and also Apple Music, Spotify, all them streaming sites. Spell Venom, V-E-N-X-M on Instagram. It's V-E-N-X-N dot music. I'm going to put the links below and all that. Good stuffs. And where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. Um, I've changed it back now. <laughs> I know, I know. This is, this is what I said at the beginning. I told you so. Long story, guys. But I finally got my original instagram name back so it's dami dot zane d-a-m-i dot z-a-i-n and on twitter it's dami zane just d-a-m-i z-a-i-n um i do have a youtube page as well same thing dami zane which i'll be back to posting on at some point in 2022 um i am struggling today so i'm really sorry guys i've not really said a lot i don't feel like normally i'm bare talking bare monologues. <laughs> I know, this time we bare. talked for like hour and a half but yeah, she's but not said she's I've not, not said really much said anything she's not said I've not really, you know but i'm really struggling because i've got a sore throat 
Um, and, I've, you know. If you're watching this, at this point, I would like to say, um, reach out to Dami on, on all of her socials and make sure she's all right. Make sure she survived this brush she's had with the germs. God, this... Just all this because I went to because I went she to went outside outside I went to twice. He told me she wanted to go outside and now outside me. came inside. So now she's feeling she's feeling <laughs> so rough. But the dedication, the dedication to still do this episode today, I was like, no, exactly. So yeah, <clears throat> oh thank you, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, welcome. Next week I'll be back in in top form, back with my finger wagging. Can I just say? Oh, yeah, she had, she had energy yeah. for them last time. Yeah, boy. But yeah, until next week, everyone. Peace. Hey, I'm picked. Hey, I'm picked.